Welcome back to Out of the Bubble. My name's Rachel Peru and I'm a grey-haired curve model and I'm going to be your host for the Outer Bubble podcast. I started a new career four years ago, age 46, and found on social media so many amazing, inspiring women who were really embracing life and leaving a trail of inspiration along the way, helping to break down those stereotypical middle-aged barriers. So I thought the podcast would be a great way to share some of these stories with you. So season three, I'm really excited to be back. I've been chatting with a diverse set of women of all ages, whose stories I know will help women become more confident in body and mind. Welcome back to another episode of Out of the Bubble. I love being on Instagram and I've come across so many inspiring women on the platform and today's guest is no exception. It's time to meet blogger, beauty influencer and the beauty editor of Hello Magazine, Alex Light. So I'm excited to welcome Alex Light. Hi, Alex. How are you? Hi, Rachel. I'm fine, thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's an absolute pleasure. I'm so excited to have you today. So what does lockdown look like for you? So do you know what? I was saying, like, it's so weird that I feel like this has just become so normal. I think it's so crazy how humans, like, can adapt so well to, like, new normals. And, like, we're just so, like, phenomenal at coping. But... Um, yeah, so I, I'm actually up north. I've come up north to my family home. I came way before lockdown because we've got a one bed in, in London and it's just too small and we have no mm. garden space, uh, no outside space. So yeah, so we've come up to my family home near Liverpool. Um, and yeah, so it's really nice. I'm with my uh, little sisters. So I get to spend time with them. And yeah, it's good. Like I, I was saying, like it feels just like this is this has like always been life now. Like I can't imagine getting on the tube every day and going into the office and it's just crazy, isn't it? Yeah, I think it really will be strange when we all get to kind of get back to, to life as we, as we knew it before. It, it will feel odd getting on busy tubes and, and public yeah. transport, it'll be weird. I know, even like buying food out. <laughs> like I was yes. thinking about the other day, cause like obviously we, ha- we can't buy food out. Like, and I used to go to Pret like every day, at least like once a day I'd nip to Pret. And that in itself, the idea of that now is just crazy, but yeah. But yeah. So for anybody that doesn't know you, how would you describe yourself? So I am a uh, journalist, um, beauty editor for Hello Magazine, um, and I am also a body confidence influencer, for want of a better term, because I know no one really likes the term influencer, including me, but I feel like it's kind of, I feel like content creator sounds kind of, I don't know, I'm not sure about that either. So anyway, influencer, body confidence influencer. Basically, I'm anti-diet, anti-diet culture. Um, I'm trying to spread the message of self-acceptance and body confidence and trying to, um, yes, dismantle diet culture as, as much as I can, basically. But that's how I first came across you because I was looking to curate my feed with full of people that were body accepting and, and doing really great things with their posts. And that's, that's how I found you because you do post really great, great stuff every day. And it is all about body acceptance. It's not just body confidence because sometimes I think people say body confidence and you don't always have to feel great about yourself, do you? It's just about accepting where you are today. Totally. Yeah, that's the thing. And I think like people often, I think 
that I'm very much promote self-love and I am like of course I think that's fantastic self-love is fantastic but I believe that to be a little bit optimistic and you know in the climate that we live in I feel like body respect like self-respect and body respect and acceptance is much more um manageable and achievable and really we don't you know, have to love every part of ourselves that's kind of unrealistic so i think if we can just really respect ourselves and and um you know appreciate and, and embrace ourselves then that's a good start so which came first did you kind of use your social media platform to to show all your articles and, and be more body confident and body positive about everything before you became hello editor beauty editor or was it kind of at the same time no so i've been at hello now for 10 years um, right. so quite a long time and i was just i actually started instagram because i was just sharing um like my fashion and beauty basically on there like sharing my outfits and sharing some beauty looks um, and that's how i initially got a bit of a, a bit of a following and i was doing that alongside the hello stuff and and then at some point I just realized that I wasn't really enjoying it anymore and um, what I was doing on Instagram and it was it came you know as I was really in the thick of an eating disorder um, and had been for quite a while and the content that I was posting just did not reflect what was going on in my own personal life um, so I kind of made the decision to speak about it and open up about it, which was terrifying because mm. I obviously hadn't told anyone, literally no one in my life knew. Um, but it felt right to do it, even though it felt scary. And then my literally from that first post, I've just completely pivoted from there. And I still do loads of like beauty looks on um, stories and I love beauty. I work in beauty. So that will always be, you know, front and center as well. But I very much want to, and God, it sounds so cliche, but I want, I genuinely want to help people as well. Like help people who are in the same situation as I was, because I felt like I was alone and I didn't have anyone, like I didn't have access to the kind of content that, you know, we do now. So I want to, yeah, do my bit. I mean, you are, you're just being authentic, which is just how it should be. Um, in terms yeah. of being, you mentioned about being an influencer and I don't like that word either. Somebody described it as being an inspirer the other day and I thought that was a much better way of putting it. But Yeah, that's better. <laughs> yeah. How do you feel about that whole industry though? Because amongst the people, there are lots of people out there that are being really authentic and being, um, you know, inspiration to lots of other people. But there's also the ones that are still over editing and only showing the best bits and, and not being true to themselves that, that I think do quite a lot of damage to, to other people's mental well-being. How do you feel about the whole influencer industry? Yeah, definitely. I, and I agree with you. And I think that actually, um, I, I believe that that makes up the majority, unfortunately, is people who who you know, do edit their photos and like try and portray some something that's not actually real. Um, and it is so damaging to other people, but then I, I can't really fault them because I've been in that position as well. And I think a lot of it comes from your own insecurities. Yeah, there, there definitely is a problem in the influencer world. And I think the, the portion of people who are being authentic and trying to like be real, are, it's definitely growing. That is definitely growing. But I think we're always going to we're always going to have that aspect of social media. Yeah. Definitely. Especially with so many young um, 
young people on there as well. Yeah. Like that's un unfortunately um, a, a side effect. But overall, I do love the space because I think for all the negative it causes, I think, God, it's, it's such a powerful tool. Mm. And your ability to access all these people. And like I said, to have access to the content that we do nowadays is absolutely yeah. amazing. Yeah, I've really enjoyed it whilst we've been in lockdown, being able to explore different people on, on social media and, yeah. and kind of watch more live, live, you know, IGTV things. So it has a kind of opened me up to a few different people that I hadn't heard of before. So I have really, it's kept me going yeah. during the day. I've really enjoyed it. I know it's nice, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I've, been, I've been doing the same. It's really nice. Um, and yeah, and it's all free. It's amazing. Yeah. Like all this content as well is free. It's brilliant. Um, so I think if you consume it in a careful and mindful way, social media is fantastic. So what tips um, would you give to be able to kind of cope with the days when you are feeling like you're comparing everybody yourself to everybody on social media? What tools do you use to kind of keep it all under control? So yeah, so I'm, I'm big on like, and I, I bang on about this all the time, that it's so important to curate your feed and curate the content you're consuming because we absolutely can control what we consume. And I mean, the, the studies are there in black and white that, that if we, they have an effect on us, what we consume has an effect on us. So make sure it's a positive effect. Mm. Um, so that means seeking out people who are, you know, like, um inspire like i fill my feed with inspiring women of all different shapes and sizes who practice self-respect and and body acceptance and body confidence um or different messages um for that matter um but yeah i think it's it's really important to to curate and know that you're going onto your feed and it's not going to be triggering in any way um and also if that means i'm following people then by all means and follow people because your mental health has to be your number one priority. Um, and remember there's a mute button as well. <laughs> it's a fantastic little tool. So if you don't want to upset anyone by unfollowing them, you can just mute them. So I think that's really important as well. That kind of helps to stop the comparison. And to remember as well that so much of what you see on there isn't real, mm. which is why I do, I do loads of like, um, like posts where I show just how easy it is to edit your photos because it used to be like editing tools used to be reserved for magazines and media but now anyone with a smartphone can access these tools it takes a smartphone and an app and like two minutes of your time and you've got a completely different picture where you look completely different mm. so I try and pull the curtain up on that and just show that what you see on social media like you have to take it with a pinch of salt and know that a lot of what you see isn't real and you can't compare yourself to something that isn't real it's just not fair it's not yeah. a comparison it's apples and oranges um so uh, again being mindful as well with what you're consuming i mean for you you've kind of got two sides to your life haven't you because you've got yourself being able to portray your authentic self on your Instagram feed and then I guess the work that you do with Hello Magazine is really quite you know it's very glossy it's full of beautiful people how do you think the media is changing to to produce more authentic and real real people I think I'm lucky that I work for Hello Magazine because it's 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 such a positive publication and historically always has been um which is what attracted me to it in the first place there's no it's not tabloid there's no 
you know, gossip um, mm. and there's no negativity. Um, I think, I, I think in general, the media definitely is changing. I think things like, um, I think the really sad death of Caroline Flack yeah. has, will have made a huge difference to how the media behave when it comes to celebrities and, and putting their lives out there. Um, and I think, yeah, in, in, in general, we live in a much more aware society um, where the media can't quite, you know, get away with what they used to, for sure. So it's definitely changing. Yeah. And also, you know, the, the you know, diversity and inclusivity that we're seeing as well is massively changing um, because of brands that are, you know, choosing diverse models. Um, so, yeah. It's just, I think it's going to take a little bit, a little bit longer, but we're definitely getting there. I mean, I'm conscious of it because as an older woman, I'm 50 next month, I'm also a model. I'm really conscious of the fact that there's a huge kind of, there's an ageist attitude in the fashion and beauty industry to older women from my point of view and how I see it. And I think we've still got a long way to go to make those changes. How do you see the beauty industry in terms of pro-aging women and showing the, the representation of older women? Firstly, I just want to say I'm mesmerised by your hair. It's the most beautiful colour. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> We're on a Zoom call and I keep looking at it like it's such a nice colour. Do you do anything to it? No, no, I have just washed it this morning. But no, this is my natural colour. I stopped colouring it about five years ago. So, Such yeah. a nice colour. Thank you. Um, sorry, but yeah, the beauty industry, the beauty industry definitely definitely is changing and it's listening to the demands of its of its customers for sure um and i think we're definitely moving away from that um one size fits all beauty mm. um especially when it comes to um sizes colors ages um i think certain things in the beauty industry are probably you know going to be sticking around for a while like the anti-aging terms mm. i know one publication tried to ban that i think it was a law that tried to ban the, the term anti-aging um but i think that's gonna i think unfortunately that's that's gonna stick around mm. um, but we're moving in the right direction and you know i was having a discussion the other day with someone um and they were saying you know but are beauty brands just jumping on the bandwagon by you know hiring and you know, an older model or um, a plus size model, or, you know, is it just sort of tokenism? Yeah. And I genuinely believe that no matter what, for, you know, for what reasons they're doing it, like it's positive yeah. and it's going to, it's going to change the whole horizon. Yeah. Um, so I think it doesn't, it doesn't really matter the reasons behind it. Like it just, as long as we can see it. Um, I agree because if it has a positive impact, then, then brands will appreciate that and see that it works and it's a great marketing tool and then it exactly. will just become the normal eventually. Exactly. Yeah. Did you always want to do beauty journalism when you first started into journalism? Was that your subject that you really wanted to do or? No, it wasn't actually. So I, um, I did French at uni, <laughs> French and linguistics. And then I, my boyfriend at the time after uni, we moved to Paris and then he wanted to move to Madrid. So we went to Madrid um, and I was like, oh, I just, I, you know, I've always wanted to be a writer, but I've got no experience. Um, 
but let's just let's just see so i was teaching english english and keeping an eye on all the jobs that were coming up back at home um for magazines to see if i could get any internships and there was an opening for because hello is owned by its parent companies ola which is in madrid right. um and there was an opening there for a fashion writer um and fashion is my background as well because of my parents um so i started there as a fashion writer and i was doing that for about five six years um and then i just started to write beauty basically because no one else was there to write beauty for online um and i was realized quickly that i love beauty i just adore beauty in the beauty industry um, and it's a much more inclusive and i'm gonna get into trouble for this but it's it's uh, definitely a kinder world let's say than the fashion world yeah. um so i fell in love with it very quickly and now i'm yeah i'm obsessed with beauty i love it i do you spend do, all day i know on your website you've got a fantastic website by the way you still do your fashion you do quite a lot of fashion posts still don't you um yeah i do i do, I do, I do all in. it's a good question it's a good question honestly i feel like it's constant it really is constant as you know yeah. instagram i mean people are you know like oh it's an easy you know it can't be hard to take a photo and post it it so much goes into it yeah um it's non-stop it really is and i get so many dms as well um and i make it you know i reply to every single one so that can be just incredibly time consuming but i'm I'd like to say that I'm like super organized and have a, like a schedule so I can work out doing everything but the reality is I'm chasing my tail <laughs> all the time and just trying to keep my head above water and like I've, I've got like lists coming off of lists and lists and lists and I just yeah trying to get through it all so. so during lockdown with the magazine are you still able to work from home and still produce the same content how's it how's that shaping up yeah, yeah yeah so we've we've all been all been working from home um and producing the same content well we health and beauty has had to we've had to up our content because you know obviously there's less celebrities out and about at the yeah. moment um but yeah we've been working from home and it's actually gone it's been going quite well mm. yeah do you think this is going to change the industries after all this do you think there will be marked changes in the fashion and beauty industry moving forwards and in magazines and because we have adapted so quickly to working from home and producing home content lots of influencers have been really creative working from home a lot more doing shoots yeah totally um well i'm hoping this means like we can you know work from home on a more permanent basis because mm. it's, obviously it's fantastic you have to get the tube every day so that's great um yeah. i'm not sure if it'll change because initially i thought oh it's you know consumerism you know people aren't going to be buying anywhere near as much but i think as time's gone on throughout lockdown i'd be you know buying as much as they can do really you know for their means within their means um, so i think my, my hunch is that we're going to get back to normal pretty quickly mm. i just the way that we've kind of all adapted to this quite quickly you know i, I have yeah. a feeling that it's going to be kind of the same well let's see fingers crossed yeah fingers crossed <laughs> so talking of beauty um, i'm really interested in to know what kind of what would be your number one beauty product that if you had to buy anything that you couldn't run out of what would it be beauty product did you say yeah Sorry yeah um mascara 100 percent right. mascara couldn't live without mascara can i have five 
Can I have five? Yeah, go on, have five. Okay, okay. So, mascara, It Cosmetics Superhero Mascara, my all-time favourite because it's really thick, it's jet black, and you only need, like, one coat. And I love mascara because I'm really blonde, so I don't... Um, you know, my, my eyelashes are really blonde, so you can't really see them without mascara on. So number one has to be mascara. Uh, number two, bronzer. I love bronzer. I can go without all face makeup apart from bronzer. I need that. Um, and I like, oh, which bronzer do I like? I like the, you know, Rodial. I love that. Yeah. Their bronzer. I've just ordered some of that for the first time. I'm waiting for it to come okay. through. Yeah, I've just ordered it. Yeah. Oh, nice. It's a really good brand. Yeah, you'll like it. What did you order? Um, the primer. Oh, nice. Yeah. 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 It's a really nice brand. Dry shampoo. <laughs> I can't live without. I love, I love um, Philip Kingsley dry shampoo. I use it every single day. Yeah. Um, I, and I use it not, not to, um, you know, not, not for, not in place of shampooing, but actually just to, I feel like it adds a bit of oomph to my hair and a bit of texture yeah. as well. Um, and also when, when you, as you can see, my roots right now, they're not great. So a bit of the shampoo kind of livens up the roots a bit, a little bit. Um, I love uh, Max Factor Lipfinity, which is like a stain. It's double-ended. So it's, you've got a stain and then a balm to go over the top of it. Right. Um, to keep it hydrated. I love that. Sorry, this is longer than you anticipated. I oh so I love oh CeraVe have amazing cleanser that I always go on about. It's called their hydrating cleanser and it's really cheap. I think it's two ninety nine, um, and it's such a good cleanser. So I couldn't live without that either. Mm. Yeah, they're my they're my top Fabulous. five at the moment. I shall go and look those up. <laughs> In terms of the beauty industry, because obviously fashion is changing now because they're becoming there's a lot more impetus on um, sustainable fashion. Do you think the beauty industry is going to change and become more conscious and conscientious and more kind of cruelty free and natural? Do you think we'll see a shift? To be honest, there already has been a huge shift. Um, and I think it's kind of at the top of, of all beauty brands priority list is to become more sustainable. And a lot of brands are cruelty free now. Mm. Um, and the others are trying to be because it's just, it's kind of just not acceptable really anymore yeah. and consumers are really savvy with both sustainability and the cruelty aspect aspect as well consumers are savvy they understand that they you know they read labels much more and they want to know what's going into their products much more um so definitely the landscape has changed in that sense mm. and, and will continue to do so until we're completely you know cruelty free and yeah. as sustainable as we can be no that's really good to hear so the last three questions i ask all my guests um okay. would you have a favorite song that always motivates you so i i do i do but like i have a, i have a um a terrible taste in music like i like um emo music i never grew out of those like teenage angsty years um so i like sad slow like emotional music so placebo i don't know if you've heard of placebo yes i have yeah yeah so they're my favorite band um so a song by them called too many friends that's my favorite song right <laughs> um, I wouldn't advise anyone to look it up because you probably won't like it. <laughs> what, about a book? <laughs> what about a book that inspires you? Do you, obviously you have to do a lot of research on the beauty side, but do you have time to read books as well? 
you know what? I don't have much time to read books nowadays, which is naughty, but a few books that I have read that I go back to a lot is the Skincare Bible um, by a dermatologist who's amazing called Angeli Marto. Um, and that's brilliant. It's got everything you could need to know about skincare and skin in it. So that's a fantastic one that I have on my uh, shelf. Unrelated, but there's um, a great book by Laura Thomas called Just Eat It, which is all about intuitive eating. Um, mm. And it's fantastic for anyone who's, you know, struggled with their eating habits um, and has been a yo-yo dieter and who's lost yeah. trust in their body and their body's natural hunger and, and full signals and, and cues. So that's a fantastic one as well. And I, I regularly go back to those two. And who inspires you? Who inspires me? Um, God, do you know what? I know it's so cringe to say your mum and everyone says your mum. <laughs> but it really is mine, 100% for sure. Because, I mean, like, I just think back to what she, she, she did because she was, um, you know, I, I'm one of five girls. Mm. Um, and we're all, I'm the eldest and the youngest are, um, so they are six years younger than me. So she had five kids under six because they're twins. Mm -hmm. Um, and the, the, just the idea that she, she did it all and I just think is quite fantastic. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's my mum. Lovely. How ambitious are you for the future, particularly with your platform? What would you, have you got goals that you'd like to achieve with your social media platform and the message you're sending out? Do you know what? I, th I, th I was talking about this to my boyfriend the other day and he said, set some goals and I was like, do you know what? I'm so happy with how it's going at the moment because I feel like what I'm posting is resonating. It's, I think, helping to make a difference in a small way. Mm -hmm. And I can't really ask for more than that. You know, I'm, I'm, it's, it's obviously great when you, you, know, you see the numbers go up. That's fantastic. But um, I'm genuinely not in it for the numbers game. And I'm not really, you know... I don't have goal like number goals in that mm. sense. I think as long as I can continue to help, like as long as I can feel like I've got purpose with what I'm doing, which is what I feel right now, I think that's the most important thing. Um, and then, yeah, my podcast as well, just for that to. Yes, to, I was going to ask you about the podcast. So you've started the Light Podcast, and and I've yes. listened to it, and it's really great. Oh, I've heard you. it. I read the, the listen to the first one where you said actually it's taken you out of your comfort zone, and you felt really kind of scared about doing it at first how have you found the whole experience now you've done a few do you know what it was so scary because I think it seems so much more intimate than any other format because yeah. you're in someone's ear and generally when they're you know they're not listening to anyone anything else while they're, they're listening to podcasts and they're not really distracted so it really did scare me it took me so long to actually get to the point where I was able to get get them out but now I feel like I'm really and this is something that I do I'm trying to do in general with my life as well is I'm such a perfectionist and I feel like if something's not perfect I don't want it to go out I don't want to you know create anything that isn't perfect and I'm trying to let that go because I think it just hinders me actually it doesn't do me any any good in the long term so with the podcast I just I had to like sort of let go of control a little bit and say yeah. well you know like I've done the best that I can, like it might not be perfect, but I've done my best and it's going out. And do you know what? The feedback has been brilliant actually. And it's been so nice. Um, so yeah, I can yeah, see, you know, you know, you can see um, who like the reviews and I've seen yeah. like the sum in the one stars. I'm like, who would do that? What yes. does that mean? Yeah. But I'm, I'm learning 
like, you know, let those things go and let it, you know, water off a duck's back. I've just read a brilliant book that you that I can recommend called Playing Big by Tara Moore. And it, oh. she, she, she talks exactly about that, about the fact that if you've got a message and you've got a vocation that you really want to put out into the world, it doesn't have to be absolutely perfect. Just get going with it and get yourself out there and take that first step. And it's really good. And it talks about that self-criticism. Oh, so, yeah, oh, definitely okay. recommend I'm gonna, it. I'm gonna that. Playing, Playing Big by Tara Moore feel like that as well are you a bit of a perfectionist um yeah and i and i'm a real technophobe so i've been putting off doing these zoom recordings for months because i knew i wanted to do it for a podcast um yeah. but i'm just kind of scared of doing it so this situation has actually forced me to do it because i wanted i was craving seeing people you wanted to talk to, it's not the same on the phone it's really nice to be able to do that one-to-one, -one, even if it's via Zoom. So it has forced me out of my comfort zone. It's so show, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's much better way, definitely, to be able to see faces while you do it, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, keep on doing everything you're doing. It's really inspiring, and it's been fabulous to talk to you today. So what have you got Thank planned you. for the rest of the day? So for the rest of the day, I am um replying to my dms <laughs> so i've scheduled in a few hours and i'm going to sit and go through them and hopefully get them all done and then maybe i can enjoy a bit of sun before it goes down <laughs> well good luck with that and make the most of it and uh, keep thank safe you. and well with lockdown and yeah it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you thank you so much alex thank you for having me thank you to keep up to date with everything alex is doing you can go over to her website alexlightldn.com. You can also follow her on Instagram, alexlight underscore LDN. And you can also listen to her podcast and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, The Light Show. I'll be back soon with another guest. In the meantime, keep being fabulous. Thank you for listening to this week's Out of the Bubble. And I hope it's left you feeling inspired. I'd love to hear from you. Who inspires you and why? Please get in touch. You can contact me via my website, rachelperumodel.com or leave a message on the Anchor app. And if you're listening via iTunes, don't forget you can leave feedback. In the meantime, keep being fabulous.